Fiber is actually only found in plants. So there, you cannot find fiber in animal products. And the reason being is that what fiber is, is actually the structural parts of the plant that hold it together. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Planted. I'm your host, Sade, and I am a plant-based holistic nutritionist. In today's episode, we are talking fiber. So we hear a lot about carbs and proteins, fats, magnesium, iron, all of the other nutrients, but fiber usually gets left out. So I think it's important that we talk about this because a lot of my clients that I work with are actually quite nutrient deficient in this, in fiber. And one of the reasons being is that fiber is actually only found in plants. So there, you cannot find fiber in animal products. And the reason being is that what fiber is, is actually the structural parts of the plant that hold it together. And if we think of what holds together animals, it's actually bones. So, and fiber isn't found in bones. Uh, It's been said that on average, Canadians are getting about 14% of the daily recommended fiber per day. And the goal is between 32 and 38 grams a day. So we're falling short a little bit. Hence why I thought it was important to do a quick episode on what fiber is, where you can find it, and the different types of fiber, and also why it's important. So if you are interested in this episode, please stay, have a listen, share it. If you want to hear more about topics such as what nutrients we should be incorporating into our day-to-day diets so that we can be fueled to live a long, healthy, happy life, then do consider subscribing and leaving a review. Let's dive on into this episode. So what exactly is fiber? So just a little bit of science background here. It is a long chain of complex carbs and they are non-digestible components of the plant wall. And so similar to the intro where I just spoke about what fiber is, it is the parts of the plant that hold it together. And it's usually the part of the plant. If let's say, for example, it is the, on an apple, it's the skin of the apple that really has the fiber in it. Or it's the stalks of the celery that has the fiber in it. And so that's why when I talk about um, the benefits of smoothies or if why I talk when I talk about you know juicing not not being um, ideal it's because it's missing this huge component and this huge nutrient that we need in order for our digestion to be optimal so it's not that I don't think we should be drinking juices similar to the last episode I love to incorporate a green juice or a beet juice or a turmeric um, juice now and then, but it's 
also with food that actually has the fiber in it because the fiber is really where a lot of the nutrients are. And so there are two types of fiber. You got your soluble and your insoluble fiber. So your soluble fiber, that's where you'll you'll find those in berries, um, chia seeds, flax seeds, psyllium husk. These are all really great sources of fiber. And I love using these, for example, the flax seeds. I love using flax seeds as an egg. If I'm making muffins, for example, um, or a cookie, and that just ups the nutrient um, density in that food that I'm making. And also the fiber is going to help with my digestion to make sure that Everything moves along as well, smoothly as it should be. Um, also, chia pudding is really great is a really great option to add to your diet so that you can get more of that soluble fiber. Um, if you want to really soup it up, you can do chia with oats and some flax seeds as well as um, a pear on top and that could be like a really yummy breakfast or a snack. Um, Other foods that you can find soluble fiber, uh, carrots I talked about and particularly the skin. And so why even it's important to buy organic and and or, you know, if you buy conventional Either one, you should make sure you're washing, but for sure, for the conventional, you want to make sure you dip your vegetables in a tub or in a bowl of apple cider vinegar to wash off the pesticides because, and you don't, instead of, um, instead of taking the skin off of the vegetable or the fruit, because that's where a lot of the nutrients is. Um, is in. And so I would just do a really good wash. And so apples, carrots, uh, seaweed as well, all very high in soluble fiber. And soluble fiber is what helps lower cholesterol and it improves our blood sugar levels. And so if we do tend to have a lot of blood sugar spikes or, and so what that could look like is, for example, you go from being really um, hungry to really full really quickly, or you go from a spike in your energy to a really crazy dip, um, then those are all signs that your blood sugar can be out of control. Also, why soluble fiber is important as a preventative measure for diabetes as well, because it does control our blood sugar. Think of your blood, think of it Think of fiber, for example, when you eat something and it's high fiber, then it kind of goes into your blood system as a IV drip, for example, versus if you're eating foods that don't have a lot of fiber in it, the food that you eat is going to kind is going to rush into your bloodstream. Think of a fire hose. Um, and then you're going to get all of this energy all at once. And then you're going to totally crash versus if you get little bits of energy, like that IV drip, you're going to stay full for longer. For one, you're not going to have those crashes where you're up and down and feeling like you need to eat every, you know, 
hour basically because the food is just going through you. So it's really great to incorporate fiber into all of your meals. And that's why for breakfast, I love a good smoothie that has kale and, you know, you can add in an apple um, if you'd like and add in some chia seeds and flax seeds and really bulk up that smoothie. I find a lot of times when I have talked to people about smoothies, they're like, oh, they just don't keep me full. And one of the reasons is because it doesn't have any fiber. So if you're making smoothies with just you know, potentially banana and some milk or some water and a protein powder and maybe, you know, a couple of berries. Like that's okay um, because I said the berries does have some um protein some fiber in it but usually we don't add enough berries and then also you want to add in um, some of that flax and or chia seeds the second type of fiber we have is called insoluble fiber so this fiber is different than soluble fiber because it actually helps improve our digestion and our bowel health. So this is the one, I mean, they're both important, but this is, of course, the one I talk a lot about, um, especially when it comes to digestion and improving your digestion. Also helps keeps us full for longer. And so they both really work in tandem with one another. So you want to make sure you're getting both your soluble and your insoluble fiber. And so, which if you are eating a whole food plant-based diet, you are because where you find the insoluble fiber is actually in the skin and the of the fruits and the vegetables. So again, they work, the example that I gave about the apple, if you're having an apple with the skin on it, you're getting both types of fiber in one food. And so that is a win-win. Other places you can find insoluble fiber would be sweet potatoes, um, whole grains, wheat bran, nuts, and seeds are also really great. I noted previously how fiber is only found in plants. And so it's huge because we know that some of the benefits um, that fiber has. And then we're also very passionate about the gut. And this nutrient firsthand helps us with digestion by helping us eliminate the waste and toxins from our body. So if you are someone that suffers from constipation, for example, making sure you're adding in some flax seeds to whether it's your oatmeal in the breakfast, your yogurt in the bre- in for breakfast, in a smoothie, um, getting that in. You can also have chia pudding. That's really great. I will also say that because the majority of uh, people do not get the recommended dose of fiber, it's important to go slow to go fast because you also don't want to flood your system with a bunch of fiber and also not change as well how much water you drink. So you do need to make sure that you are drinking lots of water. So I usually say, you know, a liter before you leave the home for the day. So at least you know that you've gotten in at least a liter and then throughout the day you want to drink um, another one to two liters as well. So your goal is about three liters of water a day. And as 
if you're not there yet, it's okay. Start where you're at. And so if you usually only drink one cup, I would say increase that to two to three cups and so on and so forth. We all have to start small. I wrote about this in on my Instagram a couple of days ago that we are changing habits. Habits take time to change. And of course, we want to get to that point, but then it's the steps in between from point A to point B that's going to make sure that those habits actually stick. So taking the time and my suggestions are, of course, what we're working up to. They're the goal. Um, And so three liters is the goal. If you're at one right now, go for that um, 1.52 and so on and so forth until we get to the ideal place. Okay, so why is fiber important? It helps clean everything out of our system that's not supposed to be there so that we don't end up having an excess of anything. So for example, we want to make sure that our bodies don't have excess estrogen, for example. And so a way that we make sure we don't have this is by excreting the excess hormones. And the way we do that is through having proper bowel movements. And in order to have proper bowel movements, we need to make sure we are having enough fiber. And so we need to make sure that we are excreting, we're drinking enough water that cleanses us as well, and that we're eating more plants and foods in their natural states so that we can get the most fiber. Helps clear our digestive system, gets rid of hormones, as I stated, toxins, um, cholesterol, and excess waste that is in our bodies. We take in a lot of toxins from, if you live in the city, you know, there's a lot going on from the pollution, the car exhaust, um, if you take transit. So really making sure that we are eating foods that are high in fiber, high antioxidant are really going to be beneficial for us. And if we think about it, like why do we want to, I mean, why do we want to make sure that we are taking fiber as well is we tend, if we're someone that gets sick often, it's usually because our toxic load is quite high and our immune system is working overtime. So a lot of the times we're like, oh, my immune system is weak, but it's like, why is your immune system weak? What's the root cause of that immune system being weak? It's not that one day you wake up and it's like, oh, my immune system is weak. It's usually because it's days or weeks and months and years of potentially a nutrient deficiency um, or a lifestyle habit that's actually causing our bodies to act the way it does. And so if we think about toxins and having a lot of toxins in our body and us not excreting these toxins, your immune system is here to make you feel great. And if there are things in our body that are not serving us, then its job is to get them out. So it's working on overtime. So how we can help it is really by making sure that we are getting the proper nutrients that we need. And again, that is about getting, that is getting your 30 to 30 to 38 grams of fiber per day. And, you know, uh, I've seen a lot of um, really great 
products out there. For example, I had a pasta the other day by Chickapea, and it had 11 grams of fiber, which was about 31% of my daily intake. And that was just in one serving, which I think was one fourth cup, and I had two servings, Um, right? And so I was already at the 60% mark and not even including what I had for breakfast, which was oatmeal. And I added, you know, some berries and all of that to it. So it's definitely achievable. One, it's important to note that this is something that we're looking for. And two, it's important to know how much you are getting. And so if you are getting something from a box, or you're buying something processed, making sure that they it has one, a lot of fiber, and two, it has a lot uh, and not a lot of sugar um, in it as well. So those are the two things to keep in mind when it comes to fiber. When we think about the gut and it having an effect of, on our overall overall health, it really is important that we know that having healthy bowel movements is a huge part of this whole puzzle. And, you know, I know a lot of people, um, one, it's a topic that you don't necessarily chat about to your friend um, on a you know, when you guys are catching up, but it really does determine your, the way that your whole um, system is going to work because we eat food and then the food is then transported to our cells to give us energy, to increase our metabolism, to grow a muscle or whatever the case may be. And then as well, we take in a lot of these nutrients and or we are taking in a lot of this, yeah, we're taking in a lot of toxins from the environment and it's just sitting in our body. And so I always, um, I remember first time reading disease is dis-ease, so it's in dis-ease of the body. And so if we keep these toxins in our body and we don't get rid of them, then really we are causing ourselves to get sick, not intentionally, but how we can adjust this is by having proper bowel movements and making sure that we're drinking enough water, we're eating enough fiber, and we are eating less processed foods. Sounds really simple. Trust me, I know it's not. This was definitely a learning curve as well when I started Uh, looking at food differently. And I think the major thing for me was that I started to look at food differently. I started to think about, okay, what is it that I want to feel after eating this meal? How do I want to how do you, how do I want to feel? And even asking myself that really helps me make decisions between, am I going to have the side of veggies or am I going to have the fries? Now there's nothing wrong with fries. I love fries. For example, I knew that I have work to do. And so I opted not to get the fries because I knew I needed to be alert. And so I opted to get something more nutritious, but I definitely, it really depends on what I'm doing. And, you know, I know that may be strange to maybe wrap your head around 
I know for me, when I was, again, changing into this, um, when my lifestyle was switching, this was something that, of course, took time, but also was a really great anchor to bring me back to why I was doing what I was doing. Why did I want to get healthy? Why was it important to make the changes in my life that I wanted to make? And a big part of that really was that I wanted to feel great. I knew that there were a, ba- a buildup of toxins um, in my body that was making it sick and was making me sick, and I wanted to get rid of um, to get rid of to get rid of those toxins. And you know, the fiber was. And I didn't wake up and say, "I'm going to eat more fiber today." That wasn't even something that crossed my mind. But when I started feeling better, and when I was less bloated, and when I had better digestion. I was putting things together. You know, what am I eating differently? Not only staying away from the foods that I was sensitive to, but also eating the foods that my body needed to thrive. And so fiber, like I said, it's definitely the nutrient that doesn't get a lot of play. It's not the nutrient that we talk a lot about. And also if you're eating a whole food plant-based diet, we don't need to talk about it, but most people aren't. Um, eating that type of way. And again, 14% of the average, of the average Canadians are getting, um, sorry, the average Canadian is only getting 14% of the recommended daily. So the majority of people are not eating a whole food plant besides. So speaking about this is really important. So when you see something that has 11 grams of fiber, six grams of fiber uh, in, you know, one serving, or if you are buying something and you want to up your nutritional um, fiber intake, it's really kind of taking these foods such as berries and apples with the skin on it and carrots um, and your flax seeds and your psyllium husk and adding those through. And what I love about it, it's they're not supplements. These are all foods that you would eat daily and can eat daily and it's okay if you have them daily and you should be eating them daily realistically with every meal that you have. And so I do want to encourage you to be more mindful about how much fiber you're taking in for this week. You know, really even maybe doing like an apple a day is a great way to start. Or if you're into the chia um, seeds, it's adding one to two uh, tablespoons of chia to your oatmeal or to your yogurt or to your smoothie um, and do that for the week, you know, and just start there or just do it once if you've never tried it before. And so only you know where you're at. And you know what? I say that doing it, if you are at zero, doing one, that's a huge win. If you're at, if you do it the majority of the time and you've increased, that's a huge win. If If you used to do it and then you fell off and now you're back on, that's a huge win. At the end of the day, I really, the goal of this podcast is to encourage you to start where you're at and encourage you to just plant those seeds in your, um, in your head as you go throughout your week and, you know, you take something from it. And so 
It's a lifestyle change. It's going to take time. I'm doing many of years of undoing because um, I, of course, used to eat and live a different way than I do now. And so I at times have to give myself grace as well. But that is all part of the journey. And it's the fun part. Yeah, I hope this encourages you, one, to think about um, fiber. I know, maybe have a conversation while you're at work. Hey, did you know, fiber, there are two types. <laughs> this is what I'm going to eat to increase my fiber intake. What do you have? You know, I get it. And make it funny, you know, at the end of the day, because yeah, fiber isn't something that we talk about. But, you know, we do talk about diabetes and we do talk about high cholesterol and we do talk about... Um, you know, all those um, other diseases and all of them can be preventive, not just by fiber, but fiber is definitely a good place to start. And the thing is, if you eat a lot of fiber, you're eating usually lots of fruits and veggies. And that is definitely the way we want to go. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a short and sweet one. Definitely want to make sure I asked you guys on the gram um, what you guys preferred and I heard you when you said shorter and so that is the goal so that you guys can get in the episode on that commute or on that run. I'm not too sure when you guys listen to me, but maybe you can let me know. Come over to Instagram, say hi. I'm at Shade Tomasos Nutrition. Let me know if this was an episode that you enjoyed, what you took away, um, potentially one goal that you have that you want implement this week. You know, I really want to have a place where, yeah, we, we build a community here and we root each other on to live a healthy, thriving life. And so, you know, one fiber apple at a time, fibrous apple at a time. So of course you definitely know it's an important nutrient. You know, the two different types of them. And let's just get behind educating ourselves and taking one step, one small step forward to creating better habits in our life. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am over on Instagram at Shade Tomasos Nutrition. You can also check out my website at shadetomasos.com. There are some really great recipes over there if you're looking for some high fiber options. They are all plant-based. And so as they are all plant-based, they definitely will all be high in fiber. So that's really great. And also you can leave a review if you enjoyed this episode and uh, suggest subscribing. I will see you all very soon. Have a great day. Bye.